everyone, and welcome to the AIM Sisters podcast. You're here with your host, Anna and Maria Setting, and thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. In this episode, we wanted to talk about soothing your heart. And we wanted to talk about this because a lot of people might feel heavy-hearted or something difficult came up in their lives, or just in general, they want to shift their energy to something more positive. Yeah, and sometimes we just feel like we need to be nice to ourselves and feel a little cozy, you know. Sometimes you're feeling a little bit low and making something small that could really change, you know, how you're feeling. Something very useful and nice. It's almost like giving yourself a big hug. Mm -hmm. But not only in your physical body, but also in your soul and also in your heart. Yeah, I think the... We give attention to a lot of things in our lives and a lot of people, but sometimes we forget that we need this attention back as well. So let's get cozy here and talk about ways you can feel better in your heart space. So first of all, I think it would be nice to mention what you can do when you're feeling those heavy energies or when you're feeling a little low, right? So I guess something that really works for us is trying to transmute its energy. You know, and one of this, the ways we use, um, one of the ways we try to transmute this energy is by writing. Yes, I think we talked a lot about writing and journaling, journaling here in this channel, but it really is something that makes the difference because you can go through your problem writing down, so you don't need to ignore it or you just write like, I'm not feeling great today. Like, why is that? So it gives you space to think about how the way you're feeling and also to twist it kind of shift the energy and say okay so what can i do to make it better and just by writing the way you feel it already releases the tension and part of the heaviness really yeah i totally agree and i think that it is important to do something that can transmute the energy because like we always say, you know, like energy is something that can be transmuted, right? So you can do, you can have this stuck in your chest, but you can also release that through something. Mm. For us, it may be writing, but for you, it may be just shaking your body or, you know, talking to someone or anything like that. But it's like getting it out of your system, basically. And I guess like writing down helps you to process the information as well, you know, like, really recognize what you were feeling because sometimes we just feel like I am okay, I am not okay. I'm feeling good, I'm not feeling good. But it's way more complex than that. And once you write it down, I guess you can understand in a better way what caused you to feel like that. Or, you know, and also allow yourself to just feel, you know. Sometimes we try to deny that we're not feeling good or we think it's bad for us to feel heavy or to feel bad feelings but it's part of human nature you know some days are gonna be so good some days are not so allow yourself to feel things when they come up not only you know try to escape from them like always putting a smile on your face or whatever but really allow this to be there don't resist the feeling don't create this resistance towards what you're 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 feeling right now what's in your body right now just allow it to be observe it and if you can transmute it by doing something with that and putting it out, out of your system, out of your body, out of your mind. Mm-hmm. And it, what you said is really important because I think we don't really 
we're not used to giving names to things and like I said feeling is something very subtle sometimes very powerful but it's just something that we feel it's not something we think most of the time so when we put our thought into it we basically understand where is it coming from it might not even be from this moment like some days you just wake up not feeling great and like you just woke up you know so it's definitely not from that day but I think it's nice to give names to the emotions that you have like oh this is anxiety this is fear this is like love this is um, jealousy this is you know all those little things because it helps your mind to understand what's going on but another way we can shift the energy if you're more into you know you like physical activity or something and you're not really in the mood to sit down and write because you're just like too jittery and you can't do that i think like dancing is great because like it really shifts your energy it allows create space and i think exercising is a good one as well like swimming is really nice you get into the water um there are so many different things you can do but i think like when we say shift the energy it's important to say that when something goes out it's never empty so that's why feeling good will kind of automatically come but I would highly recommend you to try to do, you know, this, this process of writing it down or talking out to someone what you're feeling before shaking things off your body, you know. Because sometimes when you just exercise or you just, you know, go for a walk, it may be helpful, but I feel sometimes we're trying to escape the feeling. Not really processing what's going on with us in our lives. So if you have the chance to write it down or... Talking to someone who you trust, whom you know will be there for you and will not judge you or try to find solutions for your problem. Uh, like this is called the compassionate listening, right? Yes, uh, you were watching some things related to a monk these days and his name is Thich Nhat Hanh and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly but he's from Vietnam and he has this idea of compassionate listening that is extremely important and he says like to solve violence in the world of any kind it can be a misunderstanding between people or terrorism you know like literally any level of violence the first thing it starts with like i understand you i give you space and this can i feel space, your pain yes um like i'm here to share this pain with you like you i'm here to release yes you don't need to carry this burden by yourself and just by compassionate listening which means a deep kind of listening that you're not trying to intervene, you're not trying to give solutions, you're not trying to do anything, but just being present with another human being creates a lot of space for healing and for them to feel better. And after this healing happens, this deep listening happens, you can actually like on the second day, on a different time, go and give your advice if you feel like you have to. Yeah, and I think um, it's so interesting like how it is important for you to recognize what you're feeling, where it comes from. Because, like my sister said, you can move your body. I guess it's really helpful to move your body when you're feeling fear or when you're feeling anxiety. Mm -hmm. Because it's like signaling to your body, hey, the fear is not here anymore. Shake it out. I, I like, can calm down. I like breath work. Yeah, but I mean, when it's not anxiety or fear, mm -hmm. when it's like sadness or another type of feeling, maybe it's not so useful to do that. Because it's like, 
the functioning of your body, how it works, you know? Like you're signaling to your brain, hey, I'm not in danger anymore, we can relax. But if you're not feeling anxiety or fear about something, maybe it works better to do something else, right? Mm -hmm. But in our case, we usually feel anxiety, so that's why it works. The examples we're giving is just like soothing your heart. So your heart might be heavy for multiple reasons, you know? Sometimes it's something very silly, like you were stuck at home for too long and you don't like it. Like it's nothing too deep. So it's okay, like just dance, put some music, feel, you know, like... Let it move, let it flow. But if it's something you know that is not that simple, then go through the talking and writing. That will definitely help you much more. So I think we can talk a bit about like things we can do to lift our hearts and calm our minds. Um, and those are like more practical examples and little things you can do throughout your day to make you feel more grounded. And we would really appreciate if you if you could share with us what you do. Because here are some of the things that we usually do mm-hmm. that help us out. Um, one thing that is really useful for us is completing a task. Because sometimes we create problems because of time, right? Like I was talking to Mr. J yesterday, I was reading again The Power of Now by Cartol. And he mentions that in the now there's no problem. Because really, you create a problem with time. If you're in a situation of danger, if you're going to be like, I'm gonna live or die right now, it's not a problem. It's like, or you live or you die. So your brain is working in a different way in this kind of situation, you know? So when we think about a problem, it's really like we're creating a situation that goes through a certain period of time and we cannot solve it right now, so we feel like it's a problem. So the opposite of that is doing something that you can complete right now. That is, there is a beginning and middle and an end and you feel like satisfaction because you could handle a situation, you know? And what you said is completely true because, like, a problem exists because time exists, like you said. And this is connected to anxiety. Anxiety is fear that something bad will happen in the future. It's, some, it's not nothing here and now. It's not something that already materialized, but it's your fear that that will happen. It's like the worst case scenario thing. So definitely, if you live in the present, there's no anxiety, there's no fear, there's nothing to overwhelm you. And most of the times, you're not in threatening situations. And just like breathing in and like feeling your environment. And people who struggle with very strong anxiety, they have this method of like naming things around you. Like name, like, I'm not sure how many things, but it's like three things you can see, three things you can touch can smell you can take one thing you can taste and that really help you to be in the moment yeah and i guess it also helps you observe your reactions observe your emotions you know don't identify with that as yourself um but i was saying like something that can help you out it's like completing a task for example you can if you like to draw you can make a drawing and you know, it doesn't have to be something complicated. It can be something simple and you can just use some colors you like. And then you finish that task, you know, and just feel like satisfied because you used your time doing something creative. And, you know, I, mean, I guess my sister really likes to do that. I don't really like drawing. I mean, I used to, but now I, I'm not using a lot of my time doing that. Yeah, I mean, 
I didn't used to draw for a long time and last October I started doing this almost like every day at night and I learned how to use different kind of paints and it just felt relaxing like spend hours at night just like listening to music or a podcast or something and drawing. One thing I really like to do, I'm my sister as well, is also baking. Oh yeah. Baking is like therapy for us. Cooking in general, I yeah. think. Cooking in general. Because it's something like we said, the ingredient ingredients are loose, they don't taste that good by themselves and you like smush them together and make something beautiful and tasty and it's like magic and you spend your time in a good way and you have something delicious to eat afterwards. <laughs> And I feel it's something very therapeutic because I'm not using really my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of sh make my mind shut up. <laughs> and you because, tell me you know, like I'm using my hands and I'm looking what I'm doing and I have to coordinate things and, you know, it makes me feel present, really present. Be careful you won't put too much salt or cut your finger. <laughs> exactly. And you told me one thing very interesting, like when we're doing things, like when we feel like we're doing nothing, our brain is actually working a lot. Yeah. I was... I saw one TED talk. Um, if I can find it, I will link it in the description, but I'm not sure. Like, it's been a while since I watched that. And they were talking about how actually feeling bored is a good thing. Like, our brains need this time to, to think and to solve problems. So when you're not doing something that requires a lot of your attention, like folding your laundry or doing something like very simple where you don't need to think about it. Your brain is actually working a lot on the subconscious level and it's like making links between things that happened in the past and it's solving problems that you have right now or, you know, assessing all the things you've done in your life and figuring out what you need to do ahead, what's um, your goal or what's your ambition in the future. So actually, it's really good to do that. And they were even mentioning like how teenagers after using um, a lot of social media, they become less creative and they have less ability to solve problems because they're not giving their brain enough time to be creative and to process information. And, you know, they're just consuming things. So I think it's really nice to know that and, you know, give yourself time to just look out the window and, you know, observe things around like a tree. You know, sit in a bench and look at a tree. Sometimes for you it's boring. For me it's really nice. And I guess for her brain it's really cool because it's like super processing. You know, like when the computer is loading and you're just looking at the screen and there's nothing there. But the computer is like zoom. Almost like taking, <laughs> almost flying away from your desk. That's exactly like how your brain is working. Mm -hmm. And I completely agree. Like you need free time to be creative. And... I don't think we give it enough credit unless people who need creativity for their day-to-day -day living, like artists. But like regular people, it's really good for all of us, indeed. I It's been a while I haven't been that creative and I was really missing that. And I realized because the way of being using my time every day. This weekend I got the opportunity to use my time to be more creative and do something I haven't done in a while, which was create a blog post for you guys that is compiling a lot of different photographs. And I wanted to use different film photos that I took 
to create this post about the seasons in South Korea because now that I moved out of the country I felt like I've experienced different things there and I saw not only one year but multiple years and have a taste of all the seasons there and they are so different and I found it very beautiful um, so that creative time allowed me not only to look back into some memories and some things I've created in the past but also to create something for you guys so if you want to check it out it's in the amsisters.com website hope you enjoy it but what I'm trying to say is if you create some space in your life to be creative the feeling afterwards is really good It's almost like a reward, like, whoa, my brain worked here and I'm doing something that inspires me and other people possibly. And maybe for my sister it's the same, but writing poems is something that I feel similarly about. It's like you have this information in your brain about many different things and you get to channel them in... A creative way in a beautiful way is more subjective but it makes sense to you and when you finish writing that it's just like a, for me it's a really good feeling like well nice you know I created something also I guess with poetry for me it's really nice because like I said we can access things we experienced in the past but sometimes you know it can be a sad poem but actually you're not feeling sad mm -hmm. but you just have access to that memory you just have access to that feeling that remains in your mind or in your soul, you know. And it's almost like healing that part of yourself as well. I think even like practicing empathy, because you can write about things you only saw or heard, you know. It doesn't need to be a personal experience, even. Yeah, but either way, it's like an interpretation you have of that. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's like putting together parts of yourself or even reprocessing things that happen in a way that is a little more detached and it's so funny because sometimes you write some stuff and people are like are you okay yes you <laughs> look like, so sad i am okay you know just like you have access to that why not use it in a way that you can create something instead of just you know storing that um feeling you had that was not so nice in the past but now it's really okay and you have it's like you're immune to that mm. <laughs> not immune but it doesn't affect you that much anymore. And you can see in a clear way, you know, how things worked and how you felt, I guess. It's a different perspective. Poetry can also be a way of, like, transmuting your feelings, like we were saying before. It's a type of writing that really encapsulates that, I believe. You have a lot of freedom. Other things you can do to be a bit more positive, I think is choosing mindfully the things you consume in your day-to-day -day life. So, for instance, choose positive or like more happy, happier or something like this. Movies or TV shows or books. Because if you go to bed like and you just watch something really gruesome, I don't think you're gonna have the best time of your life sleeping. Or, you know, if you know you're not in a good mind space just choose things that will support your happiness that's so true that's so true and i guess the same goes with music like music really affects my mood so sometimes i prefer not to listen to anything because i know it will really like influence me 
I think I heard one interview of Angelina Jolie, she said something like that. You know, like she doesn't really listen to a lot of music because it really influences her. Mm. And I guess for me, it's almost the same. But sometimes we need kind of a boost of energy. So, you know, listen to something nice or uplifting like Django, you know, or Parcels. <laughs> yes. And if you have a playlist of songs you listen to, you know, light you up, let us know. We would love to listen to those songs as well. So I think now it would be nice to give you guys your oracle card of the week. A message that will support you throughout your week. And this time we're using again the Daily Crystal Inspiration deck. And the crystal that popped up for you guys is the Angelite Crystal. The message of this card is support is all around. This is a very nice and soothing crystal because it's all blue. Like a pale baby blue. And it really reminds us that... There is almost like an angel protecting you guys this week. And it's very calm and nice, the color, I guess. So the message of this card is basically to remember everyone that you're not alone. And it matches really well with what we're saying that talk to someone you trust. When we said that the practicing compassionate listening and all those things, because the card is literally asking us Like, when was the last time you offered help or last time you received help for someone? And is reminding everyone that people out there are willing to help you. And you just have to remember that you're not a burden and you can rely on other people. So the affirmation of this card is support is all around me. So if you want, you can repeat this affirmation with you. And practice asking for help from a friend family member or even guardian angel if you believe in that and I say practice because asking for help sometimes doesn't come naturally to all of us because we're told from a young age like be self-sufficient be you know don't rely on others but we're here to say you can't rely on others you can ask for help you don't have to suffer alone and so people will be not will be happy to help you you mm -hmm. know it's not that it's a burden or anything like that exactly So be open to receive this comforting energy of the angelite and we're wishing you a great week ahead. Yeah, thank you so much for your time, for listening to this episode and you can find more about this topic on our blog post. The link is in the description and you can check our all, all our other blog posts on the amsisters.com and if you enjoyed, please leave us a review on the podcast. It really helps. Thank you so much and hope to see you next episode. Thank you so much for your time. See you next week. Bye-bye.